my podcast with my friends, with me as your host, Sammy, and my co-host, Abel. Today, we have a treat. We're interviewing my, my literature, religion, and history teacher, Mr. Palacio. Uh, Mr. Palacio, will you please introduce yourself? All right. It's good to be back on the mic with my favorite all-time uh, seventh grade students, Sammy and Abel. My name is Mr. Palacios. And uh, I've uh, been teaching here. I'm a, a school teacher here at St. Michael's, seventh and eighth grade. I teach religion, ELA, and social studies. All right. Thank you for the introduction. So, just to get you caught up, we we've shot mo- multiple ep- episodes before this, and I know that you listen to them. Um, and I thank you for that support. Welcome to our podcast today with me and Abel. So we're just going to ask short questions on how you how your life has been during quarantine. So I'm going to start off with my first question. How is your life during quarantine? Is it challenging or is it easy, Mr. Palacios? Um, that's a good question. Well, I would say my life during quarantine um, has been a turn for the better because I wouldn't say that it's been easier or, or challenging. I would say it's simply... Um, it's a learning curve. It's me uh, uh, learning how to adapt to new situations and thriving at the same time. Um, and I enjoy uh, being able to learn new ways of adapting so that I can um, further share my knowledge uh, with um, all of my students. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, this is the second question that um, I have. What's the most challenging thing you've encountered while doing long distance teaching? Uh, the most uh, challenging thing that I probably have encountered has really been uh, simply um, just, you know, ish, technical issues, I would say, dealing with, um, at the beginning, um, I remember uh, a couple of days when we were uh, told on Friday, uh, um, uh, the 13th, March 13th, I think it was. Um, so I remember spending that whole weekend uh, thinking about what would be the best uh, technical solution to be able to go live and teach the classes live versus simply giving a, a package uh, at the beginning of the week and expecting to see that package at the end. So I think the biggest challenge is, has always been uh, learning how to use uh, new programs to see what works best. And I think right now the best program that we're finding to use is uh, Google Meet. It's a little bit better than Zoom. Uh, and I was very surprised to see that. Yeah. Um, Abel, do you have any questions? Uh, yes, I do. Um, the first question is, how long has it taken you to get used to long distance teaching? Um, good question. I think um, I really got used to it uh, really pretty fast. Um, I don't know if I can put it, uh, say, well, it's taken me a week, two weeks, or even a day. I think um, in in the back of my mind, I was kind of looking forward to it. So it's it um, it's it's been like a um, a looking forward to experience. So um, I, I I don't want to say I've always been used to long distance teaching because that's nor do I want to say it's something new because I think I tried it once a long time ago as an experiment. It didn't go as well as right now because at least now it's mandatory. Everybody has to, you know, be in school. The other option wasn't mandatory. So, you know, I think I like this scenario better because it's mandatory. So it's really forcing me to learn how to get used to it. So it's either 
either you love it or you don't you know it's like um what's that saying goes um uh, uh sink or, or twim you know what i mean yeah oh yeah Oh, Abel, yeah. do you have any other questions? Um, my last question is, do you think distance teaching is less effective than real life teaching? Um, I think uh, distance teaching is never going to really um, replace uh, real life teaching, meaning that, you know, you're um, right there in the same classroom. It's never going to replace it. I think there's there's always going to be a need for real life teaching. But at the same time, uh, there are some certain advantages to uh, distance teaching. For instance, uh, a quick example here, you know how when you're live in the classroom and you have a full class of 14 students, some students are in being disruptive, some of them are talking and they're, you know, and other students can't concentrate. So at least in, in long distance, you, you have the option, it's uh, of muting the, those uh, distractions and students that really want to pay attention and focus they can actually you know learn a little bit more because they're they're paying attention and they're focusing better on the flip side of that i understand that not everybody learns the same way i understand that there are some scenarios and there are going to be some students that would prefer learning you know face to face right there but um in this way it's really better to do long distance learning um, live simply because you are face to face, although you're not in the same room, you are technically face to face because you know we're it's almost like FaceTiming someone on using you know your your social media, for instance. So it has its advantages and, and disadvantages. Good questions, guys. Yeah, um, that that's a great point. That's a great point of view to see it because, like, I mean, you could say that, um, that. Uh, be, not being one-on-one -on -one in real life is a little bit less effective than um, less is, is not as effective as being seen onto the um, the live screen because like your teacher usually when you go to school and you ask for like a little bit of one-on-one -on -one or tutoring like they'll be there to explain it to you but you, they'll have the sheet right in front of you but through um, long distance teaching like you, you don't you might not see the same sheet and i think a little bit of one-on-one -on -one time isn't as um effective because you you guys might not be on the same thing or you guys might get confused mm -hmm. so yeah that's a great uh point of view mm -hmm. i have another question can you give us some pros and cons of long distance teaching so yeah so once again the the, the pros and cons for instance, uh, just the example you were just talking about um you know how sometimes we have materials and sometimes the materials get lost or something like that and um the advantages of using the technology whether you're doing long distance or right there in the classroom when we have the technology we can resort to uh images um, on Google, or we can look up a document on, on our G Drive or Google Drive, or we can pull something up from our own personal files. Um, in the olden days, I can still remember as a teacher having to deal with students saying, hey, I forgot my homework, I, I, I forgot my book, I forgot my whatever. So at least now, we could always say, well, no worries. Uh, we can take a screenshot of the page, or we can have a digital uh, copy, so there is no such thing as I lost my homework. Now, on the downside of that, I think sometimes technology, let's say you're working on a project and all of a sudden your computer crashes and maybe you forgot to save it. 
and you got this big project. So on the downside, there's always going to be that risk of you losing an assessment or a project and you don't, and it's been accidentally deleted. But the same thing can happen even if you're working with a poster. You know, a lot of times I've, I've had situations where somebody's working with a poster or a project or a portfolio and it's been paper. And you're on your way to school. Next thing you know, you lost it. You misplaced it. It got wet. It got burnt. It got eaten up by the by the dog. And some some kids will joke around saying, "My dog ate my homework" or something. So you know, bad things can go wrong whether you're doing it um, in person or whether you're doing it on live. So you have a lot of pros and cons. And I think the the good approach is just to make the best use of whatever uh, situation you have. So uh, if we're having uh, to deal with this um, distance learning situation, let's let's make the best of it. Um, if we didn't have uh, technology, what, what would we do? You're right. If we didn't have the ability to uh, do video chats and live video streaming and Google Classroom, then then we would be we would have to resort to something else. But fortunately, most of us do uh, have that ability to do that. So you're right. There's a lot of pros and cons in there. Yeah. Another question I have is, um, it was a Friday. I remember when we were told that school was going to be canceled and like not really canceled, but we we won't we wouldn't be attending at um we wouldn't be attending school in like person. What was your reaction when you first heard that news? Uh, my first reaction was, oh my God, I can't believe it's real. This is really real. Because I could still remember uh, the teachers talking about other schools and, uh, you know, thinking about doing that. I, I also remember people making fun of people going around with masks. And, you know, not everybody was taking it seriously. Even me, I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't even taking it seriously because I thought maybe people were exaggerating. People were talking about, I'm not sending my kids to school because I don't want them to catch something. So when it, when it finally hit us, when it finally hit me and I realized, oh, this is real. I, at first, my first reaction was, oh, maybe it's just going to be a week or two. I didn't, I never realized that it was going to be the rest of the entire school year. So yeah, I was, I, I it took me by surprise. I don't want to say it didn't surprise me. I wasn't surprised. I was surprised because I wasn't expecting this to come in that soon. So, um, but be that as it may, um, even though I was a little bit surprised and, and a little bit shocked, I still, um, you know, had time to um, catch myself and realize, okay, let's not panic. Let's make the best use of, the, of this. Fortunately for, for me, I have some very smart students in the seventh and eighth grade who know how to deal with technology very well, so it wasn't um, it wasn't a big learning curve because we've been doing the Google Classroom uh, platform since the fall. So that's one uh, thing that we have to our advantage. But you're right; that's a very good question. Um, I think it was a really good um, transition because some schools didn't transition as quick into distance learning as us. So like it was it was really quick because we didn't really miss a day of school and. Again, uh, in, the, in one of my last episodes with Abel and Dylan, we also covered how we reacted when we first found out in a student's perspective of how we weren't, we wouldn't be at school anymore. We, we all, all three of us thought the same thing as you, that it would only be a week or two, but that turned into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, um, for example, I think we, when I remember there were some students walking around with mask off, masks on, we, some of I, I personally even thought it was ridiculous. You were one of them too, though. It turned in, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and then it turned into something like bigger, and that really surprised mm-hmm. me. Yeah, 
Yeah, and like I give props to the to our school's IT team because they got everything set up for us real quick. Yeah, and uh, I just I um I have one more uh, question. Can you give us a piece of knowledge, or what would you like to say to the listeners out there, like listening to this? What advice do you want to give them through this tough time? Um, well, uh, I think the the best one of the best advice that I would like to give, and one that I <clears throat> try I try to live out and apply to myself every day, <clears throat> is to um, this is an opportunity to really come closer together as a family, the family of, of God that we are. You know, let's. It's an opportunity to bond with our family members, but to come together in prayer and, and realize that at the end of the day, uh, the the one that the the one that has the last word um, is God. Let's always entrust ourselves to God. Let's always learn how to trust and have faith that uh, everything will be um, okay. I mean, it doesn't matter how bad situations can get. Um, if we always remember to be appreciative uh, and always put our trust in the Lord and have this spirit of, of uh, helping those who are in need because there are a lot of people who are not handling it as well as you guys are, as well as we are. So if we can put ourselves in this spirit of of, of service to one another and of love and, and, and um, friendship and always thank God, you know, for everything that we have, not everybody has it as good as we do. So uh, my, my best advice is always entrust ourselves to God and to Our Lady. Yeah, that's 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 really nice to know. Cause again, yeah, you said some people aren't taking this as good as us. Um, well, that concludes everything. Again, I'd like to thank you for being a part of this interview and giving us the opportunity to see your point of view in long distance learning. I'd like to thank you, the teachers and the nurses who are taking all their time just to help us learn, and the nurses who keep us healthy. And thank you for those words of keeping us strong. Again, thank you to all the listeners out there. This is With My Friends by me, Sammy, and Abel. And thank you, Mr. Palacios. Thank you very much for having me on your uh, uh, show, uh, Sammy, and for your uh, great questions, Sammy and Abel. Take care. Have a good night. Have a good day, Mr. Palacios. Right, you too. Take care. God bless.